0: Ladies and gentlemen What is up? It is your bearded bro-dog. That's right It is me. It is Brendan Hyde Wow What pipes I have I should be a musician a singer however a lot of people you know Don't want that Anywho What's up, everyone? It's me, Brendan, the Bearded bro dog. I am back with a now very well put together, idea-wise, new podcast. It's not really new. It's just bringing the one back from the dead. And I know I say this all the time, every time I do it, but this time I have an actual idea. So the last time I said that I wanted to bring back a look into film... I had an idea and I said that I really like doing it, which I do. I really do. But nothing ever goes anywhere. It just, my idea happens and then that's it. So this time, after watching two movies, and I will talk about one of them today and the other one on my next episode, I realized no matter what movie I watch, new, old, if I've seen it before, if I haven't, it's still fresh in my mind. So, while watching that, it'll be so fresh in my mind that I now know enough to talk about it. So, that being said, let me ask you a question. A simple question, but a question nonetheless. Less. I think I said lest. I don't think lest is the word, unless it is. Wow, I suck. Let me, re- let me just... Okay, try this again. Nonetheless, let me ask you a question. To some it's a big question, to others, you know, not so much. And by the others, I mean like not that many people. But let me ask you one simple question. How far will you go? Now That question could go a lot of different ways to a lot of different people. could mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But what I mean is, in this sense, especially to parents, mainly to parents, is how far will you go to protect your child? Or to keep your child out of danger? Or, in this sense to help keep your child from killing again ladies and gentlemen if you have not picked it out we are going to talk about a very early movie talking about somewhere in the 50s I believe it is 54 1954 but ladies and gentlemen Here is this next movie for this episode Starring Nancy Kelly The very very nicely Beautiful Nancy Kelly And Little Patty McCormick That's right ladies and gentlemen I am talking none other Than Mervyn Leroy's The Bad Seed Alright So Patty McCormick Plays Rhoda Penmark This little 8 year old sweetheart who you know is an only child and is loved by her parents and throughout the thing I mean she's a straight A student I mean she's only 8 but she's a straight A student never gets in any trouble she's perfect she's awesome you know she's the nice sweet little girl that everyone loves however as the movie goes on start to realize you know some things and by that I mean basically if you're an only child there's some you know things of uh, you know you kind of get what you want to some to some now a lot of people when you hear that you know if I don't get it blah de blah de blah blah or I want that, or else you always go back to thinking of Little Miss Veruca Salt from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Basic, basic uh, resemblance, like the simul- the similarities, personality-wise, not look-wise, uh, uh, of Rhoda Penmark and uh, Veruca Salt is basically exactly the same. However, unlike Veruca in the nice, very friendly family movie of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, this 1954-ish horror film basically shows that if Rhoda does not get what she wants, she will take it by force. Um to the point where you know she will kill and she will kill to make sure everything is safe and she doesn't go away or get in trouble now granted you're thinking an eight-year-old can kill or an eight-year-old has killed and especially in a 50s movie what are you talking about but remember in the 50s Especially in the 50s. Well, not especially in the 50s. I don't even know why I said especially in the 50s. But, in the 50s, you know, little girls were nice little sweethearts. They would always wear the dresses, you know. Would always, you know, do their school stuff or worry about their hair or, you know, hopscotch or some other crap. But, so you, you would think... That you'll never, you know, ex- you you know, you would see that and never expect anything weird or anything strange, even for you know, only child girls, you know, uh, with no siblings. I hope only child girls, basically, y- you would understand what I mean. If not, Jesus Christ, read a goddamn book. Anywho, um, yeah. So, Rhoda, after a while, you know, you could see. Little tweaks, little twitches, to the point where, at any point, even just normally talking, she would snap. She would all, she would be all there and be sane, but she would snap, and you know, it could get worse. But call her psychotic, you could. I did when I watched the movie. You can't feel sorry or bad for her. Because, mind you, there is a spoiler coming through and I'm going to take you through the first killing which is hilarious in a sense because you don't see it coming and the whole beginning was, (coughs) sorry, the whole beginning was Rhoda didn't get this penmanship medal. Now, for those of you who don't know what penmanship is and live under a rock or what never went to school, even grade school, penmanship is about writing. You know, perfect sentences or perfect looking letters or blah, blah blah blah. Making sure you know you know how to write, read, and everything else. Now, Rhoda, being the perfect straight A little sweetheart, she could, and she definitely had you know the talents. Her mom knew it, even her teacher knew it a little bit better. Or, uh, even her teacher knew it, and Rhoda definitely knew it. But this little boy, Michael Daigle, I believe is her name, or Daigle. I believe it's Daigle. Daigle, that was it. Sorry, I've seen this movie. It's about a week and a half ago, so it's still fresh in my mind. But uh, the pronunciation of the names, you know, is a little weird. So I believe it is Mike Daigle. Anywho. Um, you know, he won it, and at this little school picnic, at this park, he wore it with pride. Walking around, you know, ha- happy and all, but not, you know, to be an S. You know, She's a little kid with a penmanship medal, is all happy. Rhoda wanted it. She thought she deserved it. She thought it was her medal from the beginning. And, you know, you know, following him around now, you know, you don't see this. You just hear about it from different random stories from the teachers from some kids from you know the boy's mom that heard it from the teacher or some kids or other parents so you gotta think throughout the movie who to believe and then obviously throughout the movie you can tell or you can you know you know you'll believe exactly what you want to believe but some of the stories said that rhoda followed the boy around until and then kept picking at it, kept you know taking it or trying to take the metal and after a while he finally got pissed and walked off. He walked over to the wharf, which is on a, which is basically a dock that goes out a little bit uh, over the over the pond and they were all told not to go there because it's dangerous. So to get away from her, he went over there and lo and behold little rhoda penmark followed him over there she pushed him in so they say and then went down and took the medal so they say now you don't know exactly what happened you never see it you, ne- you only hear of it from stories she could be telling one story but she, <clears throat> but even with the truth that she tells if it is the truth you never quite know would you believe a crazy or would you believe a drunk mother of a boy who drowned or would you believe an 8 year old little girl the bigger question is would you believe the mother or would you believe your own daughter Even if it was true and she did kill him, how far will you go to protect your daughter knowing that she killed someone? Now, later in the movie, the mom finds this medal. And now you're like, oh shit she actually did it or where did she get the medal and that. Now, don't get me wrong Rhoda is a smart girl she had an excuse not, a, not an excuse but she had an alibi wasn't a great one but she had one she had everything to back everything up with <coughs> so she was able you know to convince her mom a, you know a story but with all the other stories the mom heard from the little boy's mom and dad Even though the boy's mom was drunk, the dad was there to help back it up. The dad was more reasonable, but, you know, he was there to back it up. But she heard the stories from the parents. She heard the stories from the teacher. She heard the stories from a lot of people. But, so she was able to get the truth from Rhoda. Even though it took her a little bit, she was able to get the truth. But then the only one who knew exactly what it was and knew a little ways how to get it and knew you know a little more than you know and knew that they could do a little more uh damage and get rhoda sent away than rhoda wanted she ended up taking him too and you know it's basically so now After finding out about that, another victim to this little eight-year-old's like, you know, uh, uh, um, demise or whatever, you you now got to think again. How far will you go? I mean, you got The Omen. Perfect movie. Amazing movie. But, Damien is the child of the devil. Like how Jesus was the Spawn, not spawn, I don't want to say that, but how Jesus was the son of God and the son of Mary, Damien was the son of Lucifer, of the devil. So, and, you know, it's very hard, obviously, I mean, I'm not a a dad, but it's very hard to kill a child, a loved one, but let a, a loved one, yes... Especially a child. But knowing that they're evil <coughs> it puts you in the predicament of what to do. Obviously you don't want to kill, but you don't know what to do. So basically the bed seed is kinda of like a psychological mindfuck. You don't know, you know, at first what to do. You know she is a spoiled brat, but you don't know how spoiled. Well you, you don't know, you know, how much of a brat you like, you don't know, you know, what she's done or if she's just a spoiled, like, brat that gets whatever, but it's how far she goes to get that whatever. But granted, for a 50s movie, the movie was great. Now, like I said in my past couple episodes, if you watched or if you, if you listened to any of my past episodes, the I, I do enjoy older movies, they're great. Older 50s movies, I love them, but. This movie, particular, in particular, was very, very funny. It was good. It was psychological, and if you pay attention and listen to it, like me, you'll you'll everything will click, and you'll be like, "Whoa, holy crap! I picked it out." I mean, I did that. I, I was like so stoked. My fiance's dad was watching with us, and he's like, "Yep, yep, I caught that too," and I'm like, "No way!" And he's like, "Yep." So, it was very, very, very good. And, honestly, the way she was, I guess, quote-unquote, brought to justice, I don't want to spoil it, but it was hilarious. Oh, my God, I've never... I, I mean, I was dying. Now, the one cool thing that I saw right after the credits... Well, alright, so the one cool thing with the credits that I noticed was... um they had like the doorway of the house or of the apartment that they were living in and each main member of the cast would walk out do a little wave and then walk away and you know Nancy Kelly who played the mom um, uh, Patty McCormick who played Rhoda there was you know there was you know the whole main cast the the mom, uh, Rhoda's grandfather was in it uh, a couple of the mom's friends the the um, landlady of the of the building it was pretty cool it was very very awesome um but the one cool thing that I really 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 appreciated was the kind of like the warning after all the credits it came up with a screen saying please if you watch this movie to people who haven't watched this movie Do not spoil it. Or, you know, roughly around those lines. Uh, Basically, in a very brief, you know, paragraph, it said, please do not spoil this movie. Um, Now, granted, it was made in the 50s. But I don't want to say it was made in the 50s. have you not seen it? It is a very awesome horror movie, but it's not as well-known of a horror movie. It's not like, you know... Big and you know, popular as you know, say Halloween or Friday the 13th. So, it is a you know, a good, great, awesome horror movie, and I, I'd say a little underrated, but it's not as popular, so you won't like hear about it all the time. I mean, I heard about it watching um, Eli Roth's History of Horror, uh, the one um, episode. It was called Problem Child, I believe it was. And they were talking about, uh, you know, a bunch of movies that have to do with, like, evil kids. Or I was that I think it was, like, Evil Children or Problem Children, whatever. Like, they talked about um, The Omen or uh, The Exorcist. They talked about Children of the Corn. And they talked about older movies, such as The Bad Seed. They even uh, explained The Bad Son or the evil son, I believe it is called, with Macaulay Culkin um, and uh, Elijah Wood. Two wee little tykes in that movie. It's pretty cool seeing Frodo as a small little guy. But same thing. Macaulay Culkin may not have been the son of the devil or a spawn of Satan or whatever, but had basically the same thing Rhoda Penmark had and was just an evil, evil, evil child. And would only stay to do evil. Man, it was a great movie. Uh, I highly recommend it. I bought it on DVD. I mean, I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, but I found it in Barnes and Nobles on DVD for like nine bucks. And it was like, or uh, either nine or, I think it was 15. It was, it was in between nine and 15. Anywho, I saw it and I'm like, um, okay, I'll grab it. Because my fiance and I we were watching it, or we were watching Eli Roth's History of Horror. And noticed that this was on, you know, or, and we saw that, um, what they were talking about, about this movie. And then I saw this movie in bars and nobles, and I'm like, uh, okay, I'll grab it. So I had it for a while. Just, we just never watched it. And we went over her dad's and he asked what we wanted to watch. And I'm like, I brought a movie. If you guys want to check it out, none of us has ever seen it. Besides the little bit in the history of horror show None of us has ever heard of it either So We watched it We all loved it Um For as It, it seemed like it drug a little bit But not really <clears throat> Just a very little bit But not really Um I really enjoyed it though I really liked it I, I like how psychological it got Um And a lot of the actors and actresses were very, very familiar looking. And it was kind of killing me at some points. Um, For example, uh, um, the mom, Nancy Kelly. I could have sworn I've seen that actress before. Apparently not. But I could have sworn I've seen her before. Turns out she was in a couple Alfred Hitchcock uh, Presents specials besides that she was just in a little bit here and a little bit there nothing huge but pat patty mccormick um now obviously a lot older than eight years old was in a bunch of different you know little stuff but she was in this one thing um it obviously wasn't as big just like the first movie but it was called the bad seed not a sequel But a rendition, like a, like a, um, oh my god, a remake. There we go, I don't know. I, um... mm -hmm. Was it a remake or a reboot? I'll figure that out. But, basically, I'm pretty sure it's a reboot because it's... A remake is the same exact thing. Just remaking it. A reboot, there's a tweak or a change. And this one, besides the mother and the daughter... Or besides it being the mother and the daughter and having her father go off in the military which he was he was a military uh, colonel or general but they were major I believe he was a major anywho um, um, he went off for a couple months while Rhoda and her mom stayed together which not bad you know it's normal it happens Um, but in the newer one, and I believe it was 2008, I could be a little wrong on that, but in the newer one, it was a little girl, looked a little older than eight, but a little girl. Um, actually, she could have been a teenager, not sure. I'd never seen this one. I I look, I looked it up when I was uh searching for you know other movies and stuff that. The, the cast of the first one's been in, and I noticed this. Well, Patty McCormick played a cameo in the reboot of The Bad Seed. Pretty cool, but instead of the mom and the daughter, it was the daughter and the father. Uh, I don't know if the mom died or if the mom, you know, went into the military, which don't get me wrong, women are in the military, but. You know, (laughs) or whatever happened with the mom. I would like to see it, especially after knowing this, you know, if it's... Or how close or different it is from the original movie. But, the biggest and coolest thing in it is the man who plays the father. The actor who plays the father is Rob Lowe. And for those of you who don't know who Rob Lowe is, look at anything on a screen you idiots yeah i mean if you if you don't know who rob lowe is you you should just you know i don't even know but jesus christ man rob lowe he's been in everything he's you know the outsiders okay he was in the outsiders he was in um tommy boy my favorite comedy ever i mean he was in so much he was in um oh my god that hockey movie oh my god youngblood there we go youngblood he wasn't there. I mean, he was in so much, and I mean, I'm, I mean he was in Parks and Rec. to show. <clears throat> uh, he was in so much. I mean, it's Rob Lowe. I mean, he was. He was even in the uh, that movie, The Christmas Shoes, little Christmas movie, still around the holidays. But great guy. Anywho, yeah, I I would like to check that out. Never seen that one. Uh, but yeah, so basically. The the Bad Seed is about a bratty, little spoiled, get-what-I-want child. And the coolest thing is the landlady, the owner of the building, of the apartment buildings, which, believe it or not, they were banging-looking apartments. I mean, it looked like a fallen house. I mean, it was crazy. But, anyhow, the, the landlady would always spoil Rhoda with, you know, a nice little necklace or, you know, a pair of shoes or this or that. Like something, you know, something cute, something cool. But, and then she would always be like, oh, she, what a nice little girl. I wish, you know, she was my daughter or this or that or something. But, um, the cool, or the the thing was, as you're watching it, Now, it was for me, I don't know if it was deliberately for this, but it got you to think if, you know, she was on Rhoda's side or if there was, like, something that her and Rhoda kept, you know, doing or if, like, you know, if Rhoda respected or appreciated her more than uh, than her own mother. Now she would she would call her Aunt Monica even though you know she's not even related to her but she's known Monica's known Rhoda ever since you know Rhoda was you know born but no matter what like it, it throughout the thing it seemed like Monica and Rhoda had more of a relationship than Rhoda and her own mother like she would listen or you know treat Monica with respect over her own mother I know I'm saying the same type of thing but come on after a while you would understand or you would get it I mean imagine though imagine your daughter or your son doing that like not treating you with respect or anything like always giving you shit or not listening or you know talking back or blah 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 blah. but then giving your neighbor or your you know you know their aunt or uncle the respect or, or what oh god sorry the respect or whatever that you you know expect or that you expect to be given that was I don't know why I couldn't say that that was very odd but yeah like imagine that like your kid would be an asshole to you like, be, you'd be an asshole to, to like, they, you don't do that. It's not, it's not polite. It's not nice. I mean, Jesus, I'm rambling way off. Like, Jesus, I'm so far off this. It's not even funny. I'm just talking now. I could be talking about anything and everything. Um, but I respect that warning at the end, and I will not spoil it, even though the ending was so cool. Um, it made all of us go, whoa, but all oh, so cool. I won't tell you how, and I'm not going to tell you what happens, but it was really cool. And I did enjoy how all the main actors came up, did a little wave, like a little play almost. It was pretty cool. Um, Mervin Lynch, or not Lynch, what the hell? Uh, sorry, because the, the other, um... The, the next episode has a director with the last name of Lynch in it so it's probably why I said Lynch but Mervyn Leroy or Leroy he um, I've never seen any of his movie, any of his other films I've never even you know on, honestly heard of him but if he was able to to direct a psychological type of thing with this I can't see you know anything different or anything, you know, whatever with his other stuff. It's it's like, um, hmm, what can I compare her to? It's like Steven Spielberg, I guess. Uh, relax before you get all, because I'm not, or not, or no. How about this? Not Steven Spielberg. My bad. I'll leave him at this. Sorry, Steven. Didn't mean it. Or Mr. Spielberg. Sorry. Sorry, Mr. Spielberg. Didn't mean it. But it's like Stephen King, okay, mind you, another Stephen. Love Stephen King. I mean, I'm not much of a reader, but Stephen King books are some of my favorites. However, you get, um, you get, it, or Cat's Eye, Salem's Lot, um, Cujo, all these amazing books and movies. Pet Cemetery, uh, All of these great movies. Creepshow of Stephen King's. Even some of the um, TV movies like Thinner. Um, I mean, technically, it was a TV movie too, but still. Or a TV series, a little miniseries. Anywho, you get all them, and then you get the Shawshank Redemption. Which, yes, was a Stephen King movie. Granted, you had the Green Mile, so that's another prison movie but at least the green mile michael clark duncan had you know powers it's kind of weird but he had powers but shawshank redemption was a regular prison movie i mean yeah there was stuff in it but it was just a prison movie nothing weird nothing different just a regular prison movie so It would be like that you don't know what this director could do and mind you if he was able to do that pretty damn well i hell yeah I'd watch some other stuff that he did but what are you gonna do Ah, okay i've been rambling off way too much and i'm pretty sure i said my piece i mean i'm gonna try and make each episode roughly anywhere between a half hour to an hour And I know you're looking at the thing and saying, well, it just passed a half hour. Well, you know, then it's between a half hour and an hour, so cut me some goddamn slack. Now, the next episode, I'll give you a little little, little, um, sneak peek. (laughs) But the next episode, uh, in a couple days, I'll try and do it at least Friday. Possibly. Hopefully. But the next episode, if everything works out, I will have a guest on there. And we will talk about the one of the most disturbing and weirdest movies I have ever seen and I've seen a lot of movies. We're going to talk about none other than David Lynch's Eraserhead. It was so weird, it was so creepy. Um but it was very well done and very good and it definitely gave you that feeling of uncomfortability and and disturbed you. So Ladies and ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> bro dogs and bro deaths, and I am sorry for not being able to speak and stuttering. It's been a little bit and plus just, I just I suck at talking anyway. But ladies and gents, bro dogs and bro deaths. <coughs> have a nice rest of your holidays. Have a nice night. Enjoy and keep watching movies. Please, it's so much fun. Old, new, black and white, crappy, awesome, scary, Intense, thrilling, anything. Keep watching movies. They're very fun, entertaining, and you'll love them. So, that's all I have for you today. Have fun. See you later. And you stay classy, San Diego. Good night, guys.